You're listening to Bachelor to Boyfriend, the podcast that teaches you how to manage your mind so you can show up as the best version of yourself around women. And now your host, certified dating and intimacy coach for men, Erica Davian. Hey guys, if you are like the men I coach, you are likely feeling pretty stuck when it comes to dating and intimacy. And if this is you, this episode is going to be a huge help. I'm going to cover the five biggest reasons I have seen in my clients for why they are stuck, and I'm going to explain the antidote to each of them. So by the end of this episode, you will for sure recognize something that is true for you and be able to run with it. You'll have a better understanding of how to move forward from where you are here today. You could take any one of these ideas and work with it to get unstuck. So be sure to stick around until the end. I'm bringing this up because feeling stuck is such a common thread that I hear from many of you. Sometimes it's in your love life, and sometimes you're also feeling stuck in some other area of life. You could be stuck in your work, not really using your talents to their fullest potential, or being overworked and underpaid. You might be feeling stuck because all the things you've been doing to get into a relationship haven't been working. Or maybe you've had goals in your life that you keep saying you want to achieve, and yet here you are, months or years later, no closer to them. If this is you, here is what I really want you to understand. Your lack of ability to move forward is not a sign that there is something wrong with you or that you are broken. It's just that whatever has been going on in your mind is where the stuckness is coming from. Everything that we have in our lives are ultimately the result of the thinking, the problem solving, the mindset that we had in the first place. And so it's not that you are broken or need to change, but that something in your thinking needs to change so that you can solve this problem differently. And so we can work with where you are. Nothing has gone wrong. And if you just take away one thing from this episode, let it be that. You are not broken, but what is going on in your mind is just not working for you. Once you start to adopt some of these antidotes I'm about to share, you will not only start to feel unstuck in your life, you'll probably find that you even start developing some momentum towards the things that you want. Because if there's nothing between you and what you want, it makes it so much easier to get there. So let's get into it. Five reasons you may be stuck. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, number one, maybe you're stuck because you don't want to feel an uncomfortable emotion. So for example, maybe you want to go on a date and yet you don't ask anyone out because you're afraid of her response. That's at least often how we think of it, right? We're afraid of what she might say back. But that's not quite right. The only reason why we want or don't want anything is because of how we think we will feel when we do or do not have it. It's not the response that you're afraid of. Her saying yes or no doesn't hurt you in any way. What you're afraid of is how you think you will feel if she says no. You're afraid that you will feel panic or despair or disappointment. That's the part that is scary. That's the real reason why you don't take action. 
why you haven't already asked her out. So if this is coming up for you, some unwillingness to feel a particular emotion, then the antidote is to be willing to feel it. Not just to tolerate it, not to ignore it, but to be willing to feel it in all of its intensity, knowing that no matter how intense it may be, it's actually harmless. An emotion, even as intense as it is, is ultimately just a vibration in your body. Your brain's just creating that emotion, but it's, it's ultimately temporary. It's the sweat in your palms. It's the racing heart, the tense jaw, the tingling vibration in your shoulders. Is it uncomfortable? Yeah. Is it hard to endure? Sometimes, absolutely. Will it harm you? Absolutely not. Because here's the thing. When you are willing to feel any emotion, then an emotion or avoiding an emotion is no longer something that can keep you stuck. It can't hold you back anymore. As soon as you recognize, hey, this is intense. Yeah, this is uncomfortable, but it can't actually hurt me then they no longer become a reason for not taking action. You know you can handle the nervousness, the anger, the fear, the rejection. You know you can handle it. You know it's temporary. Reason you're stuck number two, fear of failure. So this is something that could really be its own episode one day, but here is a snapshot of some of the thoughts around failure. For example, maybe you worry that if you get into another relationship, it will end. You're worried that you will fail. And so this is somewhat like my first point, that it's not really the fact that the relationship ended that you're afraid of. It's how you think you will feel when that happens. That's the part that you're really worried about. Failure is just doing something and getting a different result than you expected or than you hoped for. That's it. You were just in the relationship and you expected or hoped that it would continue for a long time, and it didn't. But the fact that the relationship ended isn't what hurts. The thing that you're actually most afraid of is the crappy story you're going to tell yourself. That's the part that hurts. It's the fact that you make the end of the relationship mean that you'll never find love or that you're broken or that you're destined to forever be alone. That's what really hurts. And so the antidote is really simple. The antidote to the part that really hurts, which is that crappy story you tell about yourself, is instead to decide to have your own back. You can decide in advance, no matter what happens, that you will have your own back, no matter how it plays out. You don't have to tell yourself some crappy story about what the end of a relationship means for you. A relationship can end and you can promise yourself that you won't make it mean that you aren't worthy. When you're not afraid of telling yourself a crappy story, when you, when you can trust yourself to have your own back, then you can reach for a promotion at work, get denied, and still think of yourself in high regard. You can set a weight loss goal to lose, say, 10 pounds in the next three months, fail to hit it, and not tell yourself that you can't do anything in life, right? All those crappy stories, all of that's optional. The antidote to a fear of failure is simply to decide to have your own back no matter what happens. It is a decision. 
and you are the only person in the world who can make it for you. Okay, mic drop. Podcast is over. You can stop right here. But I mean, aren't you just loving this as much as I am? These are reminders that you can always have your own back. It's a choice. It's a decision. All of that story about you not being worthy or that it's not possible for you to find love, all of that's optional. Okay, so let's keep rolling. Number three. And so speaking of decisions, another thing that I see keeping you all stuck is that you keep searching for the right decision or you want to know how to do something. So this comes up with in things like, do I pursue a relationship with Keisha or with Anna? Or is it better for me to be on dating apps to meet women? Or should I meet women through activities that I naturally enjoy doing? Should I apply to this job or that one? Should I stay in this relationship or should I end it? And all the while, while you're trying to figure out what the right answer is, time is passing. Sometimes weeks or months or even years go by and you're no closer to an answer. Why is that? I want you to think for a moment about where this idea of rightness even comes from. Usually it goes something like this. We make a decision and then we look back on it and then we decide whether it was right or wrong. But just notice, right and wrong is just something that we made up with our minds. It doesn't really exist out there. And so rather than getting stuck in indecision, looking for the right way to do something or the right decision or how to do something, which is just impossible because we don't, we can't possibly know how something is going to work out until we get there, right? Then we look back and it seems so clear. But before we just try a bunch of different things. So the antidote to getting stuck looking for the right answer is to decide in advance that you've made the right decision. All you have to do is love your reasons for making whatever decision that you did. So take this podcast, for example. I wanted to get art made for the cover of it, and I wanted to hire someone to do it. I could have spent hours looking at all of the graphic designers out there, getting recommendations and referrals and looking at portfolios, trying to find just the right person to make just the right design. But nope. <laughs> I went to a website called Fiverr. And I came across an artist and I saw his work and I just decided to roll with it. I decided in advance that I would roll with whatever he came up with. I'd make up to three revisions and then I would choose to love whatever he came up with. And so the podcast art that you see here today, that's it. Why did I do this? I did it because I didn't want to get hung up in the decision. I got bigger fish to fry here, right? I want to be able to get these words out to you. I want to spread my message to all the men out there who need to hear it. And I didn't want a lack of cover art to be the reason why I wasn't getting these words and ideas out into the minds and hearts of you all. And so I decided in advance, like, okay, I am making the right decision. This art is the art I'm going to stick with for now, and I'm not going to let this hold me back. Someday I may decide I want different art, and that's okay. I can always change my mind. And you can too. Don't let looking for the right thing stop you from doing anything at all. 
So whatever you decide, whether you choose to get into a relationship with Keisha or Anna or apply to this job or that one, know your reasons for why you are choosing it and decide in advance that it was the right decision for yourself at the time. You can always change your mind later, but don't let the lack of a decision be the thing that stops you from having a new relationship or job at all. Number four, maybe you are stuck because you keep looking to the past for what is possible. So again, this is another topic that could be its own episode. And I hear this from so, so many of you, especially you guys out there who feel really inexperienced. Maybe you've never had a girlfriend before or you feel like you missed out on experiences when you were in high school and college and that you can never catch up. I hear from you that you don't believe something is possible for you in the future because it hasn't happened in the past. So I've heard some of you say things like, I don't think I can ever be in a relationship because it hasn't happened for me yet. Or I won't ever be really successful because I've never been really successful in the past. All I've known is hardship. And yet, look around you. Impossible things are happening all the time. Every single thing you see around you didn't exist at one point in time. Your computer, the clothes you are wearing, unless you're listening to this in the bath, which I strongly support, in which case, the bathtub you're in didn't exist. Cars, planes, windows, carpet, pieces of art, a song you love. There was a point in time where each of these things had never existed before. Imagine where the human race would be if we only looked towards our past to see what was possible for ourselves in the future. It's ridiculous, right? We would be so stuck. There would be nothing new ever. We would not have thought to invent the wheel because there it had never been done before. And so you might say, yeah, well, Erica, having a long-term relationship is different because it's never happened for me before. I have all this evidence from my past that it's not going to happen, that it's just never going to happen. And here is the antidote. Look to the future for what is possible, not the past. The past exists only in your mind, and the future only exists in your mind. And so you may as well live there. Rather than living into the past and keeping yourself stuck there, live into the future, seeing that there's all kinds of possibility that lies ahead, things that you haven't even dreamed of. Your past does not determine your future. And if you want to know what's possible for you, then you have to imagine into the future and find evidence for that. How could it be possible that you are going to end up in a wonderful, supportive, loving relationship? How could that be possible? Find evidence for that. And here's the fifth reason for why you might be stuck. Your thinking hasn't changed. This one is for all of you out there who have been doing, 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 trying, trying, trying to get a girlfriend or get into a different place in life or have more money or whatever it is that you're attempting to do. You're taking lots of action and yet you still feel like you're on a hamster wheel going nowhere. 
Maybe you've even been beating yourself up about it, which we know isn't helping anyone, especially not you. And if this is coming up for you, it's probably because you're trying to change things outside of yourself while still approaching it with the same fundamental mindset. And so the antidote, if this is what's coming up for you, is you need to change how you're thinking about your problem in the first place. I think it was Einstein who said something like, we can't solve problems using the same kind of thinking we use when we created them. You can't expect to get to some place new with the same thinking that got you here. If you keep thinking the same way, you're going to get the same results. So let's say you've got 500 in your bank account, and for a long time you believe the thought, I'll always be poor. And just notice how it feels to believe that. I will always be poor. And think about the kinds of actions you'd take from that place. If you really believed you'd always be poor, then why bother saving any money at all? Why bother investing if you know that you're going to always be poor? Notice that kind of thinking versus, I've got $500 in the bank and I'm learning how to make a lot of money. It's the same circumstance. We're still talking about $500. But notice there's very different actions you would take from each of these mindsets. If you believe that I'm learning how to make money, then you might spend some of that $500 on a little course that you might take in investing. Or maybe you take some portion of that and save it and some portion of it invest it. Right? You would do different things because you're thinking about the problem differently. Or here's another example. Maybe you've asked 10 women out in the past week and all of them have said no. But underneath, you were thinking, this isn't going to work. And sure enough, it didn't. You don't need your circumstance to change before your thinking can change. You can still choose to think, a great relationship is possible for me. And from that place, you'll take a very different set of actions. If you're really believing that a great relationship is possible, then you're going to approach women in a different way than if you're thinking, this isn't going to work. Change how you think about a problem, and you will find that you can solve it in a different way. So let's review. When you can do these five things, your life will be radically different. You will essentially become unstuckable. Okay, I just made that term up, but you get the idea. It will be impossible to stay stuck for long if you are willing to feel any emotion because you're not allowing the fear of the fear or the fear of the disappointment or the fear of the anxiety to hold you back. You can't stay stuck for long if you have your own back, no matter what happens. You are the only person in the world who you can depend on to do this if you choose it. You won't stay stuck for long when you decide in advance that you're making the right choice and you like your reasons for why you're making it. And knowing that you can always change, feel free to change your mind later, but just decide now that you are making the right choice for right now. You won't stay stuck for long if you can look to the future to determine what's possible, rather than being limited to only what has happened in the past. And finally, you won't be stuck for long when you change how you were thinking about the problem, which is going to lead you to a very different solution. So take a moment and imagine who you will be when you can do all of these things. How will you show up differently at work or around women or in your decision-making. 
And if you recognize yourself in three or four or all of the reasons that I just mentioned, don't use that as a reason to keep staying stuck. Don't add a sixth <laughs> six reason to the list. Just choose one you want to try on for a while, just one of those antidotes, and then come back and try on another. This episode is here for you to listen to and pick up another time whenever you are ready. I've got you. I hope this was helpful. As always, I love to hear feedback. It's kind of weird talking into a mic into the void. So if you're not already on my newsletter, go to my site and sign up. My site is www.ericadavian.com and I love getting messages about how all of this is landing for you, what's helpful, what you want more of. I respond personally to all the messages that I receive. Be good out there. See you next time. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Bachelor to Boyfriend, the program. It's 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with yours truly to help you finally move past the internal barriers between you and the relationship you want to create. Check it out at ericadavian.com. That's Erica with a K. And if you're curious, make sure to get your name on my mailing list so I can tell you next time doors open. My newsletter is my favorite way to connect with you all, and I respond to every email I receive. I can't wait to see you there.